Strap one on, it's time to jam! good you good i'm, I'm good. good welcome to another episode of a podcast that hasn't launched yet so it's weird to be kind of right now just be doing it for an audience of me uh of of good willis hunting thank you once again to my to my partner in this ill-advised endeavor sam hello for those of you who listened to episode two Thank you for sticking around for episode three. Hopefully, because I assume these all went up live at the same. I don't know. Actually, I haven't. No. Why would they have gone live at the same time? <laughs> the no, whole point of staggering episodes. No. Yes. no. Oh my god! Can you imagine if I re- we recorded all these to spread out and then I just put them all up day one and went, okay, we're screwed. I mean, we'd be fine because like movie. Bruce Willis puts out seventeen movies a week, so you know we'd have content, but. Oh, we got to email him and tell him like, hey, man, here's the thing that we're doing. Can you take even just a week, a week off? And he would respond, no, there's money to be made. There's more Willis. Oh, there's more Willis bucks out there and I'm going to get them. More Willis to hunt. <laughs> Someone sent me a script. And as you know, I'm now obligated to make it. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's a dare. It's an elaborate series of, okay, but there's no way you're going to make this one. You watch me. And then they I go, I feel like I him won't. and Nick Cage have a thing going. Maybe. I don't know. I still feel like Nick Cage might turn down some things. Really? Well, maybe I mean, he seems like he's still picking. Have you seen the trailer for the new Cage movie that's making the rounds? The pig one? No, I haven't yeah. seen it, but I, I heard Where it's everyone... John Wick with a pig. But it's kind of not because everyone assumed that's what it would be. But then you watch the trailer and he's just sad. Like he's not doing oh. much about it other than just sadly going around trying to find his pig, which is not the route I would have expected, but kind of the route I'm happy they took. That's a different. That's, that's a, a different. That's whole, material yeah, that's, for a different thing. Yes. Also in the works. Uh, this we got cold, the cold lighted day, as you heard, was the, the pick for this episode. We both predicted it would be a serial killer movie. Yeah, cop procedural. And I asked my husband, too, and he also assumed old cop towards the end of his career, you know, and that his daughter would be kidnapped and he'd have to go after the kidnappers or something. So, yeah, one final case or something. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's that kind of thing. It is not that in any, there's barely cops. I mean, there are cops in the movie, but they're not prevalent or useful. Not at all. It's, it's a kidnapping kind of es- espionage thriller. But like, what was only that like? kind of, yeah, I guess. Kind of. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, I guess that's the closest definition. It's an, well, what would you call it then? Well, I guess, well, no, it's a kidnapping movie. I'm just, I'm, I guess the espionage bit. There's CIA stuff and twists and turns and the whole thing where if you're not taking notes about the different sides and who has the briefcase and eventually you're just going to throw your arms up and go, I, okay, I give up. 
Yeah, Just exactly. Tell me who the bad guy is. Is it Sigourney Weaver? Okay, got it. Don't cheer for Sigourney Weaver. And that's, I don't know how, again, we're not going to go beat for beat, but uh, Henry Cavill is in it a lot. I thought, I think you thought he was going to be the villain in our original timeline, that he would be maybe the the serial killer taunting Bruce Willis's cop character. Be like, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to do it again. Yeah, I had him pegged for the villain for sure. I thought Sigourney Um, Weaver was going to be Bruce Willis's wife. Okay, fair assumptions. Uh, so yeah, zero for three on all accounts. <laughs> Henry Cavill's just some dude, just some guy running a small business that goes bankrupt in one of the early scenes. Then that barely matters. I thought maybe that would tie in that I, like yeah. a business partner of his would do something shady to get money, yeah, or something I like that. Definitely thought that that was the direction it was going, and then it's like, nope, CIA. No, okay. like it barely matters that no. he finds out his company is going away. It, it never, only I, matters in the sense that like Henry Cavill is having a really shitty vacation. Yeah, and maybe to explain why he has free time and doesn't have to call work every now and then <laughs> to go. I I know I know there's a lot going on. It's just I'm still dealing with this whole kidnapped family thing. So you're gonna have to meet with the clients yourself today. And there's one line later where someone asks, like, what do you do? And he says, oh, I used to run a small business. It just is weird. It's a weird thing to throw in there. Yeah, I think it was like in the context of like what Bruce Willis used as like his cover career. Yeah. And it turns out to be what Henry Cavill like is actually doing. Yeah. Yeah, he basically, yeah, he got into a family business that isn't actually the family business. So he must be double pissed. (laughs) Like if your family is like, you gotta, when you grow up, you gotta run the sushi restaurant that we run. You gotta do it. And then you you grow up and you're like, all right, I'm running the sushi restaurant. And they're like, psych, we've been assassins this whole time. <laughs> oh, shit, really? I'm still just gonna run this restaurant? All right. That's too bad. I mean, running a sushi shop is probably a better career choice than not as exciting. assassin. Well, that's not as true. Lu- not as lucrative. That's true. It's like, where, what did you do today? It's like, oh man, I went to Bangkok and assassinated this drug smuggler. What about you? It's like, I fucking sold sushi, man. You know that's what I did today. I didn't realize that you wouldn't be here helping. What does the title The Cold Light of Day mean? I have no fucking idea. Like, <laughs> I have no idea what that's supposed to be referring to. It made no sense. I also kept like, forgetting the title. Yeah, so the plot of the movie is uh, Henry Cavill goes to to be with his family for a vacation. His family being Bruce Willis, which, who plays his, yeah, his dad, and then like his mom, his brother, and his brother's uh, girlfriend. And they're they're on a boat. Where are they? They're in Spain, I think, which seems like a weird place for this to be happening. But okay, they're in Spain. So they're on a boat in Spain on on his dad's boat. And Henry Cavill gets mad about something. I forget. Bruce Willis says something to him and Henry Cavill's not happy about that. So he dives off the boat to give you your quota of shirtless Henry Cavill. Because they knew. Yeah. I mean, I think it was after he like was on his Blackberry. So Bruce Willis throws his Blackberry into the ocean because like that was it. Brother's girlfriend gets concussed by whatever the sailboaty thing is. 
he's not paying attention to boat shit. He's looking at his, at his Blackberry and the girlfriend takes a boat part to the head, the sail or whatever the, the uh, beam. I'm sure there's a nautical boaty. term for it. Yeah. yeah something boaty to the head. And Bruce Willis takes Henry Cavill's phone and throws it into the ocean. He's like, that's my career. And he's like, that's a lady's head. I don't remember something like that. So yeah, he's like, I'm going to swim until landed by a Coca-Cola from the machine. So he does that. And then he comes back and the boat's gone and his family's gone. And he's got to figure out. Very uh, unhelpful. Yeah. And yes, no one is, the police aren't helping. And then, then you start to get into the whole, uh Oh, everyone's got a secret. And maybe his dad wasn't who he said he was. And maybe there's the CIA. Maybe the CIA has a briefcase and maybe there's terrorists. And maybe by the end you'll go, I have no idea who's good. And who's it's one of those things where like, Oh, lost so many twists and turns. But by the end it's like, all right, I guess like you're a good guy. Now you're a bad guy. You thought maybe you were the bad guy, but you're the good guy. Car chase credits. Yeah. I was really engaged for like the first half of it and then things got confusing and I just didn't care enough to keep track anymore. Yeah. And Henry it, Cavill put his shirt back on. So that was less exciting. Yeah, you do get, and he's not quite Superman Henry Cavill at this point. He's not mm. like jacked up to the point where it looks uncomfortable to exist, which is how he looks now. Like, like it would be hard to get through doors because his pecs are so big. <laughs> But, you know, he's obviously still in shape, not doing the best job hiding his accent. It definitely no, it slips slips in there a little bit. A lot. Which is, it's awkward. I think this, yeah. Uh, Bruce Willis shows up super early and actually engages with people. Like, we were both very excited because there's a car scene with him and Henry Cavill, which would be the easiest thing to do the classic cut around you know, show one person, show the other person, never show a wide shot of the car. But they show some shots of, hey, they're in a car together. Good and job. Around a table this. together, like with multiple other people. Like, yeah, there's I don't a, like, think they is... even hired a bald guy for this one. I don't think so. I think he just told the stunt double, like, you sit, sit aside. I think I'm going to do this one. Although this is 20, like 2012. So this is probably before he realized, you know what? You could just get a bald guy to do 60% of this and I could be at home. So at that point, maybe they hadn't, fig- he hadn't figured that out or, I mean, this was kind of a bigger movie too. I, I think it did get sort of a theatrical release. It didn't do well, but I think it got a little bit of something, something. Uh, he appears in the background of some scenes you know, so they're on the boat doing stuff and then you look in the background and you go like, I can see his face. And they didn't have the budget to superimpose his face onto just some guy. So that's him. He's there. Which, hey, <laughs> kind of lines up with what you were saying in the last episode of the, it can, might we see his effort increase the earlier we go back? And so far, it seems like yes. Yeah, this is definitely proving my theory so far. He, I also uh, feel like the movie spent their lighting budget on Bruce Willis because uh, yeah, some weird lighting in this thing. There's some really weird lighting. Uh, that, like it's very blue, but also very weirdly fake. Like there's an early police car chase, and it looks like they they did the lighting in post. Like it was too dark when they shot it, it so weird. they had to do some weird trickery and editing. 
it's, it's like so almost strange. black and white, but then like the teeth and the eyes are too bright. It was yeah, bizarre. it's like when you go. It's like when you go to a glow in the dark mini putt. Yes, except they're exactly. outside in the forest. <laughs> exactly, so it doesn't make any sense. It's like what is happening? So that's the only thing I can think of is either they lit it really wrong on the day and fixed it later, or lit it really wrong on the day and kept it. Didn't fix and that's what it, it looked yeah. like. <laughs> but either way, it don't look good. Yeah, the the early. We were talking about how it kind of seemed like, again, production values. Like with Cosmic Sin, it's we're in a we're in a warehouse. Now we're in a lab. Now we're here. This one, like we're on a boat and we're outside and we're on the beach and we're over here. And then it, someone must have come to them and said, "You have seventy percent of your budget completely gone now." Woody is like, "I guess we'll film at night in an alley and then in a building." Because the whole movie, like the back half, it's all dark. It's all night. It's all kind of visually uninteresting. Yeah. Once you start to dig into like the opening kind of mystery of I'm just some dude. Where's my family? What's going on? Why am I getting phone calls from people demanding like bring the package to this time? Okay. The setup's kind of intriguing. Bruce Willis fights some cops and yells and emotes. And you're like, all right, he seems like he cares about this. Uh, you know, sort of spoilers. He's not in the, you know, doesn't hang around, let's say. Um, Sigourney Weaver. I have nothing to say about her, good or bad. Like, she was, yeah. she was there. She sure was in that movie. She's kind of putting in the later days Bruce Willis performance in this yeah, movie. Yeah, like she's, she. I mean, she's a little more active. She's there. She shoots a gun. She like has some minions, whatever. Like she's engaged to an extent, but like, I don't know. She's like clearly supposed to be like this cold bitch CIA agent who's like, you know, maybe double crossing and maybe not and whatever. But like she plays it like way too straight. Like there's just yeah. there's no emotion there whatsoever. Yeah, it's which is like you said, kind of the character is she's supposed to be ruthless, emotionless robot CIA lady. But that's not an uh, an interesting villain to watch when it's just no. someone who's you know very cold and calculated. And like now do this. Now we're going to do this. Okay, sure. I'm, trying, like, I'm looking. Well, and like she's got like her henchmen, right? But like they're also not interesting, so it doesn't, you know, I, you can kind of get behind it when it's something like, uh, what was that other one, Precious Cargo, where you know you've got Bruce Willis, and it's kind of the same thing. Like he's not super engaged, whatever. He's got his henchmen, but like his henchmen are fun, and like they're doing stuff. And this guy is like kicking a door. Yeah, yeah. There's, it's kind of got that cosmic sin problem almost of it's very dour. No one's really having a great time here. Henry Cavill did good. Henry Cavill did good. Like he, aside from the accent kind of slipping yeah. in, he gets to do some action and be a little silly and do some drama, yell about where his family is a lot. And like I said, Bruce Willis gets to, like when he throws the phone, he's not just like, I'm going to throw this phone in the water now. Like he's yelling and pissed and. He is, does a yeah. fight where he doesn't just stand still. This is definitely the best Willis we've gotten to date. Yes. Like for by sure. far. Yeah. And it's he, if anything, might be showing more emotion than many of the other actors. There is um 
I forget her name, like his kind of who becomes kind of Henry Cavill's partner. She starts as the secretary in that one office and then kind of joins him on the adventure. And then there is a reveal with her that I guess we won't say in case anyone does decide to watch this. Uh, and they don't bother with a romance, which is kind of nice. Yeah, I appreciated that. Um, I guess the only movie that kind of tried to shoehorn that in so far. I don't know. I guess Precious Cargo, he was choosing between ladies. So there was kind of a love story there. But this one doesn't even bother, which is kind of nice because, you know, he's dealing with his family being kidnapped. He you wouldn't have, have a lot of time romance. to be like, man, I'm scared they're going to kill my brother. But mm, you're looking good. So we yeah. have time. None of that. Which is no, which nice. I appreciated. And we talked about it too, that, you know, like Henry Cavill is like, he's not, he's not total beefcake. I think I call them beef cupcake at this point. Like he's not yeah. quite there, but like, he's still, you know, he doesn't look out of place in an action movie, but at the same time, like he's not your traditional action movie hero. Like, you know, he almost gets arrested fairly early on due to a gun misunderstanding. And like, he tries to be sneaky and like, he's not very good at it. And like, he cries a little bit and, you know, he like tries to come up with like the like crazy action stunts and like they don't work out for him. Like when he yeah. jumps off a building on a cable, like, you know, he's not, you know, this. Which like, I just realized, is that an, emo- an homage to Die Hard? I, there's no bonus features on the Blu-ray, so I can't say for sure. But having someone leap off a roof with a cable in a Bruce Willis movie I mean, feels feels like it could be. Maybe. Yeah, it's true. He. He's a bit more every manny in the sense that, you know, not most of us look like that, <laughs> but he loses fights. Like if Bruce Willis hadn't come in and taken out those cops for him, he would not have won that fight with the cops. When he falls off the building, it takes him out of commission in the movie for like five to 10 minutes because he fell off a damn roof and it hurts and he's recovering. Yeah. So, like- yeah. They, they do a good, yeah, he is the everyman if you, if you get past the fact that he still looks mostly like, Henry like, like Superman. <laughs> Which he was still a few years away from. I'm actually now curious what he had been up to. Oh no, Man of Steel was a year later, so I have to believe someone saw the cold light of day and said, that guy. I guess he had been on the Tudors, so perhaps they saw that instead, but probably not. No, I'm going cold man, cold night, cold light of day. Jesus, I'm like really man. struggling with this title, man. Like I have <laughs> no idea what this title is. I yeah, like now that we've explained the plot even further, I, I, I got nothing. Is it because it's, he only had like like 24 hours to rescue his family? But I don't maybe. think like that's. But like, what does that have to do with the cold light of day? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it's a it's a title because they needed to call it something. Basically, you couldn't just call it CIA boat. (laughs) Okay, I would totally watch a movie called CIA boat. It's like it's like a boat full of CIA people. It's like not really. I mean, at one point in the movie, there's CIA, and another point there's boat. So just basically just describing two things in the movie: CIA boat. Maybe there's a comma. Um, I don't know that I have a whole lot else to say, which is fine. These yeah, I mean, can it's be, These episodes yeah. can be short. Um, there's not a lot of action. There's a car chase near the end. There's the car chase was good. Lit. The car chase is pretty good. At least it's not lit like you're in a, a cheap bowling alley, like the yeah. first car chase. But 
Yeah, it starts out okay. It starts sets up an engaging mystery. It ends okay, but the whole middle chunk. I think we even said in the last episode, one of the reviews was like, if you like people spouting exposition, this is the movie for you. And it is. It's a lot of that. Like that middle chunk of movie is just here's what this person's doing and here's what these people are doing. And there's a briefcase and it's super important, but not important enough to tell you what's inside of it. Maybe they thought they'd get the whole mystery. Like people want to know what's in the briefcase in the cold light of day, but it turns out, no, not yeah, one that, person has ever asked that question. Well, Henry Cavill asked at the end and Colm Meany is like, I could tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. Except he doesn't say the line. Cause that would be too cheesy. So he just, whatever. Colm Meany must've just been by the set. Yeah, he's <laughs> just, he just around that day. And like, they just hey, went, Cole Meany, come on. You, you're already in a suit. Do you want to do this cold light of day movies? Not really, but all right. You can get whatever you want off the craft services. Because, yeah, he seems like way too big a name to be. That was weird. Just like that one scene for like three minutes and he's just gone. Not even it's, three minutes. It's kind of like Henry Cavill, I get, because he hadn't been in too, too much up until that point. I mean, again, I guess tutors, but not a lot of movie mm. movies besides Immortals, which whatever. Uh, I saw that in theaters and I remember nothing about it. Like I looked it up just now and went, what's Immortals? I was like, oh, yeah, I've, I saw that movie in a theater, but I have no memory of it. Did I see that with you? That seems like the kind of thing that we would no, have seen together. But... I think my wife and I saw that one. Okay. Uh I get that, but it's kind of like Sigourney Weaver was still kind of Sigourney Weaver at that point. And even Bruce Willis was still mostly Bruce Willis. So I do kind of wonder what it was about this that made them go, oh, yeah, we gotta. I mean, I could see like the script being interesting, like before you find out that they only had budget for like 30% of the movie. Yeah. And it was meant to be a theater movie. So, yeah. Uh, I just see now on it, the IMDb page, it was nominated for two awards. And they're not Razzies? I don't even get what either of these mean. <laughs> so <laughs> the world, it was a nominee for the World Soundtrack Award. Discovery Did it even of have the music? I guess it must have, but then it says it was for a different movie. <laughs> so. <laughs> It says Excellent. Discovery of the Year, Lucas Fidel for The Raven, which is a John Cusack movie that came out the same year. So I assume this is just a mistake. Uh, and then it was nominated for Best High Work at the at a, the World Stunt Awards. So maybe that was the, the roof stunt. It was fine. Yeah, it did not win. It was only a nominee. Yeah. Uh, that's, I guess, Cold Light of Day in my... Willis ranking it comes second I still think Precious Cargo is the best one we've watched so far because it at least maintains some enthusiasm and then this one just because fucking it's competition at that point is Cosmic Sin <laughs> and a punch in the dick so far is better than Cosmic Sin so <laughs> yeah I'd agree with that ranking I mean if we were ranking just purely on Willis performances it would be number one but the overall movie, yeah, Precious Cargoes is the better movie still. Yeah. And going by our other categories, like we've kind of covered it. He appears with most of his co-stars, like he and Sigourney Weaver appear in a shot together. He and Henry Cavill appear in a shot together. He's on the boat. He's at the pier. He's in a car. So they got him to so a many few locations. places. 
he does show some actual emotion, like he laughs and yells. Uh, I do have the minute approximate minute count, which was super easy this time because he kind of yeah. just is in all of those scenes. Uh, so do you have a guess? I'm going to guess. Okay, we're doing total scene count. Um, I'm going to go 12 minutes. 19. Oh. Yeah, I was a little surprised too. So second overall, because he has that whole first chunk of the movie, like he's there on the boat and then he comes back and there's like a fight scene and a car scene and then him and Sigourney Weaver. So yeah, 19 minutes. Hmm. Not bad. More than I would have thought. Do you have a number for what's next? (laughs) I do from uh, a group chat because I forgot to ask my husband. So number six. <laughs> Vice. Our next movie is Vice. Let's okay, I'm going to go out a... on a limb and say that that one is definitely a cop movie. I There's a lot of movies called Vice. When I search an IMDb, it's not even one of the, one of the results. How do I even find this movie? All right. I guess I have to go to his... Um, yeah, I, I agree. Um, it has kind of has to be a cop with me. Um, I don't know what the co- I, I'll say. It maybe this is our serial killer movie. I'm going to say Thomas no. Jane. I'm, oh, that usually would mean something, but probably not by this point. No. Vice would have been. Vice was 2015, so yeah. Thomas Jane is not a huge get. 4.2 on IMDb. With the most helpful user review being top candidate for Mystery 3000 Revival. Porno quality acting, porno quality (laughs) actresses, porno quality dialogue, gigantic plot holes, zero internal logic, ridiculous overuse of automatic weapons. So, yeah, I'm going to go with this is cops dealing with like drugs. Like, yeah, that's my guess. Like, you you say vice, I'm assuming it's vice cops doing vice copy things. I will say that this will be one of those ones where Thomas Jane is actually the main cop and Bruce Willis will be like the chief who just shows up in a couple of scenes to be like, ah, to yell at him. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta do the thing. Uh, it's by the director of a lot of Bruce Willis movies, at least one, two, three, four of them. So this will be the first of his work that we've looked at. Mr. Brian A. Miller. Hmm. And okay. So IMDB, not great. I'm going to pop over to Amazon see what people are saying over there, see if at least one person has referenced their parents liking it. And I will once again go to Letterboxd. If anyone's interested, you can currently buy this Blu-ray at Amazon for $4.11, which is actually about what I paid for it. And it has a commentary track, which means I'll have to actually, I think for the first time since this has all started, listen to someone talk about this movie. Oh, wait, no, it doesn't. Just a behind the scenes. Never Mm -hmm. mind. Cheap snuff movie. Cheap movie done cheaply. And then he gets into plot stuff, so I'm going to scroll. Great movie. After viewing this movie, I looked at the special effects, the storyline, and the acting. All this I found good in this movie. Hmm. Excellent movie. I am blown away how fast I received it. The next day, and I never get that lucky. That was just a couple months ago. Très bon service et qualité du film. So really good service and film quality, I guess. So like most of these reviews on Amazon are just on like the delivery of the movie. (laughs) Almost all of them. Five stars recommended. Intact received promptly. Five stars shipped on time. I liked the movie. Totally pants. 
One star. Oh, the United Kingdom is not having it. Two stars. Rubbish film. Surprising soundtrack. Hmm. One star. Willis goes B-movie. Oh, so this people didn't know yet. Two stars. Not very good. And so on. And so on. It doesn't seem like anyone's dad came in and liked it. So, ooh, The Tech Guy, a number one Hall of Fame top 10 reviewer on Amazon, gives it a two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's not really a whole lot of, uh, of reviews on Letterboxd, and unfortunately, most of them include, you know... Plot I guess stuff? A, yeah. Okay. Not even really plot stuff, but basically, like, a, a clue as to what the movie is. Uh, okay, yeah. Gotta being, dodge that. You know, yeah, exactly. It's I've, I've seen it now, but I won't share, so maybe just don't go to Letterboxd. Okay. Um, once once we were chatting, yes, when we were chatting about Cold Light of Day, we kind of realized not knowing the plots is probably helping, because for the first part, it probably is beneficial to be sitting there going, what's going to happen? And where is this going? So it makes for more interesting conversations as we see, yeah, what's happening. You're like, oh, it's a this kind of movie. I am going to read one more thing from Amazon here. Uh, one star. This is a Canadian review again. Even if you hate it, you'd hate it more after. Mr. Huh? Bruce, or should I say, Bruce Boy, your image has gone way down. Say God night. Say good night. Heard that somewhere before. Oh, yeah. Burt Reynolds can't remember the movie title and name, but man. This one really stinks to the bone. Please, please save whatever dignity or image you have left of Bruce Willis. My good God, this is awful. All one sentence. Wow. Well, I have uh, on Letterboxd, yeah, there's, they're all one and two stars. And uh, there's not really, there's not really a whole lot to say, to be honest. There's this one review that is some word of advice for Bruce Willis. Don't drink before going to bed. So I guess we'll see where that plays into the movie. <laughs> it's also funny to me that all of these people are direct, directing these directly to Bruce Willis. Like maybe, maybe one day he's like, I wonder what people are saying about me on Amazon. <laughs> oh no. Before we wrap up. Hey, Sam, did they announce a new Bruce Willis movie this week again? They goddamn did, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> they sure did. It's also tricky because I can't look at the plot and it's right there in the announcement and the trailer. Do you remember what it's called? No. It is called Out of Death. That sounds promising. Well, no, does it, it though? Out. It definitely sounds like a '90s Steven Seagal movie, and also like Out of Death is a weird. Like, hey, Sam, I have five dollars here, and I would like to purchase some death, please. Sorry, we're all out, Sean. It's on uh, back order. We're all out of death. I really hope. Yeah, it's one of those cold light of day titles, I'm sure, where they sat, they finished the movie and went, got to call it something. What are we going to call it? And then someone pulled up Steven Seagal's IMDb and went, what has not been taken? Hard to kill, marked for death, close to death. Out of death. No one said that one yet. Get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. Before Seagal wants it. It's funny to me, too, when you look at all of like the the posters for all of these movies so far, Bruce Willis is like front and center. And yeah, I think, is this one the most that he's been in a movie? Was that the 19 minutes or was he in Cosmic no, Sin more? No, Cosmic Sin was more. Cosmic Sin, I don't I don't have it in front of me. I do, I do have it. He was in a lot down, of that one though. It was like was 25 or 26 minutes. Yeah. 
But regardless, like he was not, you know, like in none of these has he factored in enough to be like front and center on the movie cover. And yet, no, that's what I'm always now most curious about is do we ever get to a movie where he is in fact the star? There was one in your stack that I'm predicting maybe because it's the only one I'd heard of before we started this. So I'm thinking maybe, but I don't remember which one it was. I'm going to have to go back to I'm pretty sure he's a cop in that one and like a sketchy cop, but I don't remember which. That could be any of them. (laughs) That's true too. Okay. I'm back in his, uh, what? Holy shit. He's been in a lot of stuff. Yep. Somewhere, Uh, somewhere right now he's making the next one of these. (laughs) As we say these words, he is going back and forth between probably at least two sets. Okay, I've like I've totally lost it. I have no idea what movie I was thinking of, but yeah, it's okay. You can check it for next time. Yeah, well, it's I mean, he's been in a lot of stuff and like you, you know, you go through IMDb and there's the stuff that we're not covering as well that's kind of like still sprinkled in, right? Like Split and Yeah. Looper which would technically fall into our timeline, but Yeah, but that's went to theaters and is good, so Yes. No place for it here. No, not at all. This one, I'll go again. This one apparently went to theaters, but it's not very good. And no one went to go see it. So, no. so it's it, it fine. still counts. Yeah, it's fine. Exactly. All right. Well, then I guess next up is Vice with its 17 meta score. Oh, we didn't even look at Rotten Tomatoes. I think it was a 4% again. Maybe. We got to do that or else this isn't legit. Vice. There it is. Third result. 4%. Yeah, 4% from critics, 15% from the audience after over a thousand ratings. <laughs> Holy shit. I was not wow. expecting that. Oh, great. <laughs> so join I us mean, next time. Cold Light of Day also had 4%, and it was fine. It was yeah, not that's terrible. true. About the best we can still hope for is it was fine. So. Yeah. I guess I we'll see. Uh, did we decide what a closing sentence out or a closing sentence is for this? Do we have a sign off? I no, I don't think keep, so. Do we say like keep hunting that Willis? Keep hunting that Willis. But also don't. We'll do it for but, you. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. That'll have to do. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. I'm not getting paid enough to do this crap.